0: Welcome to the Faith to Change Your World broadcast with Brother Chidi Ephesians chapter 3, I read from verse 14. Paul was writing to the Ephesian church and he said, For this cause I bow my knees, he's writing under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, saying, That for this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant unto you according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened by with might by his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and the depth and the height, And to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God verse 20 says now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us this is the King James Version I'll take it in the in the living bible the TLB Version Ephesians chapter 3 I read from verse 14 in the TLB version. When I think of the wisdom and scope of his plan, I fall down on my knees and pray to the Father of all the great family of God, some of them already in heaven and some of them are still down here on earth, that out of his glory, out of his glorious unlimited resources, that he will give you the mighty inner strengthening of his Holy Spirit, And I pray that Christ will be more and more at home in your heart, living within you as you trust in him. May your roots go down deep into the soil of God's marvelous love. And may you be able to feel and understand, as all God's children should, how long, how wide, how deep, and how high His love really is. And to experience this love for ourselves. Though it is so great that you will never see the end of it or fully know and understand it. And so, at last, you will be filled with God Himself. Now, glory be to God, who by his mighty power at work within us is able to do far more than we would ever dare to ask or even dream of. Infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, or, hope, or hopes. In the message version, from verse 14. My response is to get down on my knees before the Father. And this is the same thing that I'm reading. I'm trying to make you understand what the Bible is trying to say here. Because many times believers just tend to quote Ephesians 3.20 and say, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that he, that I ask or think according to the power that worketh in me and then they stop. But we want to understand something about Ephesians 3.20. My response is to get down on my knees before the Father. The message translation is, telling us this magnificent father who parcels out all heaven and earth i ask him to strengthen you by his spirit not a brute strength but a glorious inner strength that christ will live in you as you open the door and invite him and i ask him that with both feet firmly planted firmly in love you'll be able to take in with all the followers of Jesus the extravagant dimensions of God's love the extravagant dimensions of Christ's love extravagant dimensions of Christ's love reach out and experience the breath test its length plumb its depth rise to the height live full lives full in the fullness of God then God can do Anything, you know, far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. He does it not by pushing us around, but by walking within us. His spirit deeply and gently within us. How do we connect to his power? The Bible says that now unto him, verse 20, now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think but according to the power his power that worketh in us according to the power that worketh in us that is the proportion according to the power that worketh in us God can only flow Through us And the purpose for this sermon Is so that we can understand How we can connect to his power How we can connect To that exceeding abundantly That we always want But Ephesians 3.20 Is a very quoted scripture in the Bible It is a very quoted scripture in, In the Christendom But the last sentence Is key to the rest of the verse Working in our lives what is the last sentence it says according to the power that worketh in us according to the power that works in you that's how much of God you can experience according to the power so it's not generic now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly oh he can do great things he can give you rivers he can give you streams he can give you a bucket of water he can give you a cup of water but it depends on the power That is at work in your life. So the last sentence is the key to the rest of the verse working. According to the power that works in you. What power works in you? What is the degree of that power that works in you? Yes, God can do exceeding abundantly. It is true. But it is to the degree of. That's what that scripture is telling us. According to the power to the degree of or in proportion to the power that worketh in you. That's what God is saying there. That I can do all things. Yes, I can do all things. But it is in accordance or it is in, accord, in accordance to the power that is at work in you. It is to the degree of the power that is at work in your life. It is to the proportion of the power that, it's at, that is at work in your life. And that's why people see different dimensions of God. And these dimensions you see is not according to your age. It's according to the power that is at work in your life. It's according to your faith. The much part of God you can see is determined by that power that worketh in you. It is to that degree of the power that worketh in you that you can understand your proportion to what proportion your level in proportion of the power that worketh it is in proportion of the power that worketh in your life it is to the level of your faith. It, it, it's like somebody who just started and gave his life to Christ. And he, he, he just realized that he has faith and that he has been given the measure of faith. And that the measure of faith that he has been given, he just went out with it. And then he wants to command so many things. He wants to use a tie faith, a neck tie faith, to own a private jet. How? when your faith is still little and you have not even tried it because according the more you work on your faith the more you use your faith the more you continue to expand your faith the more you use your faith that's the more your faith becomes active and if it becomes active it becomes productive but if you have a faith that you just kept the measure of faith that God has given to you you are never using it you just kept it at one morning, you just woke up and I say, I have faith. I'm believing God for a private jet. You will just die there. You will not even get even the even the screen of a private jet. Not to talk of the, the private jet itself. Why is it like that? Because it is very important that you understand the need. You understand the need for you to develop your faith and walk in accordance to what God wants you to walk. You walk in accordance to the power that God has given to you, as you expand it, as you expand it, as you expand it, your life continues to increase, your grace continues to grow, your power continues to deliver more, your faith becomes productive. And that's why even in the kingdom of God, God is a God of small beginnings. He takes you first of all from a necktie you are able to use your faith to get a necktie. Then you can move from a necktie to getting maybe a a, a a shoe, and from a shoe maybe a full suit, and from a suit maybe you are moving and you are moving and you are moving, and eventually you get to develop the kind of faith that is powerful enough to get you a car, and then you move from a faith from a car faith to 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 to. The faith to get a house, a mansion faith. And then you get to the mansion faith. And then the next thing is that you are believing God for an estate. And then you get the estate faith. And then the next thing is that you are believing God for a private jet. And that's the dimensions and the sequence through which we will go. So, it is true that God can do exceeding abundantly. But you must remember, brothers and sisters, that it is in accordance, it is to the degree of, or in proportion to the faith, or to the power that worketh in you. That is how much God can do. If there is no power working in you, if there is no power working in you, you stop God. God will not flow outside of people. Always remember that. God will not do what? He will not flow outside of people. You can limit God. Yes, you can get to limit God. God will not flow outside of you. You can limit God with your own ideas, with your own small faith, with your own small thinking. You can limit God from doing what He wants to do for you. How do I know? Turn with me to the book of Psalm, chapter 78. Psalm 78. i read from verse 42, I read verse 41. The Bible says, "Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. They limited the Holy One of Israel. So, if there is no power working in you, you stop God. You limit God. So it's not just to wake up and say, now I want to that is that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that I ask or think according to the power that worketh in me. Now ask yourself, which power? What is that dimension of power that works in my life? So if I'm believing God for the exceeding abundantly, what is the dimension of the power that is at work in my life? It says according to the power that worketh in you. According, meaning to the degree of Or in proportion to To the degree of Or in proportion to the power That works in your life That's how much you can see That's how much You can experience Somebody who had not started a business Before, who had not even done anything And does not even have one day idea Of running a business Wrote a business proposal And he told me Please, can you help me write the business proposal? And I said, yes, let, let me help you because I help people do business, do business plans and business proposals many years ago because I got trained in that aspect. And then I do the very grand proposal for him. And okay, how much are you looking for? And then he's looking for billions of naira. And I was like, you need how much? How many billion? You need at least one billion to be able to start a business. And I'm like, who in the name of God will give you one billion to start a, to start up a business? But you see, according to him, ah, I have faith, I will get it. And I'm like, nothing to say to you. I, will, I just kept my mouth quiet. Why? Because I'm not supposed to say anything. But then I know that you're just foolish. Why are you foolish? Because you are even you are. I mean, the person I'm even talking to me, does not even have a bicycle, not to talk of a car. And then, and that's not taking away the place of God. But you must begin your faith work from a particular level before wanting to believe God for a, a one billionaire capital to start up a business. And I told him, ah, you'll be there. People will be, why not cut it down and then get this, get that? And then this person has stayed with that business proposal sitting in his house for more than seven years. Whereas many others that I have to write proposals, what have they done? They have gotten grants they have gotten funds and they have started their businesses they have opened their businesses and they are working already operating it and they are growing and increasing and that's how God works is a God of small beginnings it was easy for God to just throw Jesus from up and say hey my son Jesus is coming to the earth open the earth now open it throw him down and Jesus lands and they give him a crown and say who are you I'm Jesus the king of kings now let's follow me I want to go and die it was easy for him to do that but why did he have to go to the, the minutest of places, a manger, I mean where animals give birth, where animals sleep that's where the savior of the world was born and then he gave birth to him there. And then from there, they moved him and took him home to Bethlehem and then from there, what happened? He grew. He became a carpenter. His father was a carpenter. Yes, Jesus was a carpenter. It's in the Bible and he he was a carpenter people even recognized him as a carpenter or the son of a carpenter some people call him the son of a carpenter some people call him a carpenter because before he became manifest at age 30 he was working in the carpentry business with his father Joseph before his father died and by the time he was was almost 30 his father was no more but he he, he he was also a carpenter but ask Jesus why didn't they give birth to him in the palace? because God is a God of small beginnings because God is compounding, is confounding the foolishness of this world. I mean, using the foolish foolishness of this world to confound the wise. Because again, Jesus needed to be poor so that we can be rich. These are the things that you must understand. So, whatever you want to experience, it is in accordance to the power of God that is at work in your life. So, as we saw in psalm 78 verse 41 that they limited the only one of israel how did they limit him no power at work in their life They are small thinking no faith jesus got to his hometown and he could do no mighty work why because no faith so in the whole of that place yes the bible was sure yes the bible was true God can do exceeding abundantly but in that place where Jesus got to nobody believed so he could do no mighty works because there was no power at work in the life of anybody so you must remember that it is your responsibility to ensure that the power is effective, effectually working in your life that verse is not that simple. It is according to the power at work in your life. It is according to the power that worketh in your life. That's how many, you find many Christians everywhere. They don't know where, what their life is going to be. They don't know where they are going. Why? Because they are just hoping that, it's, that the power is at work. And they are not even taking effort to develop the inner strength that they have. So God can only flow through us. We are the ones that open the flow of the power of God in our lives through our faith. What did the Bible say? What did Jesus say Mark 9.23? If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Now, it was simple for Jesus to just say all things are possible. It was simple, it was very easy for Jesus to just say all things are possible, but he needed to explain it to that man so that he could understand that it is true that all things are possible, but there's something that is also required on your own part to be able to make that possibility happen to you. And he told him, If if meaning that if you do not, it cannot happen, if you can believe all things are possible to the people who believe so everything all things are possible so let's say all things are possible is in the highest height or in the highest frame so but if you are squandering under without faith without believing you would never be able to assess the realm of everything being possible yes so all things can be possible but it is to the one who believes that we connect to the highest realm of the power that makes all things possible you need to believe you need to believe to be able to connect to that realm of all things being possible and how do you connect you need faith if thou can't believe if Jesus has not told us that we would never have known that God can do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. So that power that Jesus was talking about there, according to the power that worketh in us, is, he is connecting that true, all things are possible, but it is possible to him that believes. So you need faith, and faith grows. And this takes us back to Ephesians chapter 3 from verse 14. And let me read it in the New Living Translation so you understand better. Ephesians 3, 14. I read in the New Living Translation. Now, it says, For this reason I knew before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives, derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you in the he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being and that's how he prayed for this efficient for these people in Ephesus that okay I want you to get to the level where all things can be possible for you where God will do for you exceeding abundantly but before he got to praying in verse 20 for them this is what he said he had first prayed he said for this reason I knew before the father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives his name I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being in your inner being you have to be strengthened you have to grow you have to be tougher in the spirit. You have to be more solid in your life. You have to be more effectively working with the power that is at work in your life. You have to sharpen that power. So that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. That is how Christ can dwell in your heart. So everything that you are listening to, everything that you are seeing, everything that you have to hear, you have to watch, must be geared towards this direction that Christ may dwell in your hearts. True faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love, listen, may have power, Together with the Lord, with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and how long and how high and how deep is the love of Christ and to know His love that surpasses knowledge. That you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Stop. Take it back to verse 17. It says, so that Christ may dwell in your heart's true faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and planted in love, may have power. So the reason why you need to understand this, my first prayer, is because I need you to have power. I need you to have power. So that you may have power. Verse 17. So that Christ may dwell in your heart. And when Christ is dwelling dwelling in your heart. Through faith. You get to assess more and deeper dimensions of God. And you keep entering the closer cadets of power. The realms of power. So that you may have power. Together with all of the Lord's holy people. So that when you have that power. You are able to understand and know. How wide. How high. How long. How deep is God's love to you. And you will know that this love surpasses knowledge and then you may be fueled to the measure of all the fullness of God so according to the power that works in you and that power that according to the power that power the best level or the best height according to verse 19 here is the fullness of God the Bible says that the Godhead bodily dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily dwells in in the Lord and we are supposed to have that access to the fullness of God in our life and then verse 20 now when you have that power all things will be possible to you when you have that power he is able to do for you immeasurably More than all we ask or imagine, according to that power, his power that is at work within us. So, you must remember that it is according to the dimensions and in proportion to the power that is at work in your life. So, if God is going to heal you, yes, it's a God that heals. But I can tell you categorically that in John 5, when Jesus came to the pool of Bethesda, and there were many people the bible says that they were that that the people that uh, in this pool there are important folks there and they all were waiting for the steering of the spirit because an angel came at certain times to trouble the waters and when the angel troubled the waters what happens the first person whoever goes into the well first whoever jumps into the water first becomes what healed right Now Jesus comes to the pool of Bethesda. It means that around that place there must be a million people there that are waiting for the troubling of the waters. Why did he single out the man? Why was it only that man? Why? Why was it that when he was moving and people were thronging around him, I mean, People were thronging around him. People were touching him anyhow. But a woman touched the hem of his garment. And her 12 years of infirmity got healed. Why? If he can heal everybody, everybody that touched him should have been healed. Do you get what I'm saying? Why is it that that woman? Because she was touching not with anything. She was touching according to the power that worked in her. You come to somebody's house it is not your house but you open the roof and you broke it and you lower down your friend who was sick of the power of and the bible said before anything that and jesus saw your faith you had to be crazy the power working you must be very must be very corrosive for you to be able to break somebody's house from the roof and then drop your sick friend on on the floor so that it can be healed so they knew that even though we are breaking this in here, we, we will not need to lift you up from this place. You will walk out by yourself. They were that cruelty. So it has to be according to the power that walketh in them. That woman with the issue of blood touched Jesus. I mean, when Jesus said somebody touched me, what did the disciples say? What did Peter say? Father, uh-uh, master, a million people are touching you. Why are you saying one person touched you? Do you know how many people are you today? But that, every other person we're touching with her power. But that woman was touching according to the power that worketh in her. And did she get exceeding abundantly? Yes, she did. So God will do for us as a family. God will do for us as individuals. God will do for us as a church. God will do for us as a people, God will do for us as a global nation, God will do for us, exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, but our faith and our power, strength must be active and that's how we can be able to connect to the dimensions of God, and then we can be able to walk in the realm of Mark chapter 9 verse 23, that it is true son that all things are possible but it is not for everybody. It is only to them that believes. So don't be a lazy Christian sitting back and saying all things are possible. All things are no! Get into the world Grow your faith. Sharpen in your inner spirit. Make sure that the power that work in your life is active. So we have that responsibility. God will not do it for you. You have to meditate on the word of God, you have to observe, you have to do what the word of God says in Joshua 1.8. What did God tell Joshua? Son, this book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall do what? You shall meditate every day and night. Why? Because the more you meditate, the more your faith grows. The more you meditate, the more you quicken the power that is at work in your life. The more you sharpen that power. God has given to every man the measure of faith. So it should be natural that every human being should be able to walk in some dimensions of faith. But people have sat on their faith and not even do anything with it. A, a, a man can be 80 years old, but is not using his faith. And a child can be 14 years old, and is using it to our faith. Now, if they come to the areas where faith is needed, who do you think would have more access to commanding results? The child who is 14 years old but has been using his or her faith will command more results in the realm of the spirit and will command more results in, where, in the areas where faith matters than the 80 years old man. How did I know? When David got to the battleground, was he not the youngest on the battleground? In, the, in, the, in both camps he was the youngest. So, where that miracle of the defeat against Goliath happened, who was the youngest in the entire field? Both in the army of the Philistines and in the army of Israel, David was the youngest. David was the youngest. But what happened? He was able to connect to the supernatural powers of God. And that was how he was able to quench, quench the confidence and the boldness of the enemies because of the fact that he knew that he had been developing his faith. How did he develop his faith? Listen to me, son. How did he develop his faith? First of all, what did he kill? He killed a bear. Then again, he progressed into killing what? A lion. So he had experience in his faith walk. According to the power. To the degree of the power that works in your life. In proportion To the power that is at work in your life. This is how you can connect to the power. There is a certain power of God. That is deposited inside of you. But according to the power. According to that faith. It says in Romans 12. That to every man has it dealt with the measure of faith. So you have faith. But according to the functionality of the faith that you carry. That's how much result you can carry. That's how much result you can command. According to the power. So when David came out there. He Had already defeated Bear, he had already defeated Lion. So he, he had experience in his work of faith. And so when he saw Goliath, his faith was active. And he was able to command exceeding, he was able to command the exceeding abundantly. Why? Because they measure according to the power that worked in him. The proportion of the power that was working in him was way bigger than Goliath. A million times bigger than Goliath. And so that's how he killed everything and he was able to destroy Goliath. He was able to shatter the powers of the, the Philistines because he was convenient and he was particularly interested in making sure that these people understand that I am functioning from a realm of faith, not in the natural. So it has to be according to the power that works in you. Yes, God can do exceeding abundantly. I'm not saying God is handicapped, but He only flows through people. You will only experience the dimensions of God that you have capacity for. If you do not don't have capacity, that's why like you see people at different levels of life. They are all preachers. But this preacher is only seeing one dimension of God. And that's the only dimension that he can ever walk in. But another preacher has seen the multi-dimensions of God. And is walking in different realms of God. So you can understand that God is a God of I am what you want me to be. And that's why he says I am. When he appeared to the children of Israel. When he appeared to Moses to so tell them. Go and tell the children of Israel. Who should they say I sent me? I am. Meaning I am whatever you want me to be to be. If you want me to be a God that can clear everything for you If you have faith to believe that Then I am that God to you But if you want, to, if you want me to be a God That will only kill ants for you But cannot be the God that will help you take care of your children Then I will be the God that kills the ants for you But I will never be the God that takes care of your children so it has to be to the dimension of, to the degree of, in proportion to the faith, in proportion to the power that is at work in your life. So understand this, that it is your responsibility to continue to grow in your knowledge of the word. And that's how you can sharpen the faith that God has given you. That's how you can grow it. That's how you can walk in Higher dimensions of the power of God in your life. That's how you can begin to walk in purpose and destiny. Begin to understand. Lock out into this. Go, 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 go. Press on. Try to know more. Study the word. Meditate on it. Put it in your heart. And protect your heart from tongues and from barriers. You need to get to the level, listen, you need to get to the level where you know God more than your history. You know God more than your history and past experiences. And that's when the power will flow freely from you. Then God will do exceeding abundantly in the highest dimensions for you because you have come to know Him. And that knowing is ever-increasing. Exceeding abundantly is able to do for you. Exceeding abundantly. Above all that you ask or think, But what? According to the power that worketh in you. Grow the power of God in you. Study the Word. Meditate on the Word. Pray. Hear. Hear the Word. Because the Bible says that faith cometh by what? by hearing, hear the word, hear it, hear it, hear it, morning, night, hear it. No day should pass you by without you growing your faith, without you hearing the word. If you can eat the physical food every day and you eat it three times, morning, afternoon and night, there is no reason why you should not eat the spiritual food every day and you should eat it three times in a day, morning, afternoon and night. So if you can eat physical food and feed your normal flesh, that will not even take you anywhere. Why not eat spiritual food and feed your spirit that will even take you somewhere in this life and in the life to come. The spirit will guarantee your success in this life, and the same spirit will guarantee your success on the other side of life. But you are feeding your flesh and you are not carrying the by your spirit. And then you come out to shout with others now, nah, order him that is able to do I now abundantly above all that we ask of things, according to the power that worketh in me. And the power is at the zero level, the one that is not work in your life. At the zero level, because you are not investing in yourself spiritually so it is our responsibility to grow our faith that god has given to us and to sharpen the power that is in our lives it is our responsibility to do that god will not do it for us if you can believe jesus said it was simple for him to have said all things are possible and that's what many Christians used to shout all things are possible but no that was not what Jesus said he said if you can believe all things are possible not just there but to him that believes. so you need to be in the class of people who believes in the highest dimensions of them and that's when all things can be possible for you may God bless us in the name of Jesus May he, so, may he take us to the realm of the highest possibilities in the name. Thank you for listening to this message. We hope you are blessed. We upload new messages every week to keep you inspired and strengthened in faith. Call us today on 909 632 Don't forget to share and subscribe to our channel. God bless you.